What's up, Buds? What's up? BJ Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah. Wednesday yeah. wrestling. I watched Wednesday. Yeah. I watched Wednesday. That's it. Me too. Yeah. But. Let's start off with Monday Night Raw, brother, brother. Brother, brother. Uh, let's see. It kicked off with McIntyre coming to the ring. He's your WWE champion. Uh, and talked about how about the R-Truth thing from last week and yeah but <clears throat> Dolph Ziggler's music hits and he was on Smackdown and said that him and, and Bobby Roode, Bobby Roode yeah. got traded to Monday Night Raw brother brother yeah because um, if you remember when it was AJ Styles getting traded to Smackdown it was for future considerations right and apparently that's the future considerations yeah. And then obviously McIntyre makes fun of him because, you know, there was two of them for AJ Styles. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Yes. Um, They've done a good job with Drew, and it kind of sucks that, like, they finally do a good job with a face champion. I guess they did a pretty good job with Kofi, too. Yeah. um, But they're doing a really good job with a new face champion, a new star, and there's no fucking crowd for it. Right. Poor guy. I know. I kind of feel for McIntyre. But he's still knocking it out. Of yeah, life. he's doing well. Um, he's definitely the best champion of the non-crowd era. No. In WWE. No, he's the second best. After who? Asuka. Oh, well. I don't give a fuck. Asuka's been the that's best. That's pretty close. The, the Asuka's been the... Asuka yeah. has been, like, the MVP, MVP of, of numerous day. episodes of Monday Night Raw. Right, right. Throughout this pandemic. She's been amazing and fantastic and yeah, wonderful. You're right. I mean, she's no Hangman Adam Page, but who is? <laughs> right. But we'll still. There. She, uh, yeah. So, I think they maybe have a match later or some shit. Why not? So. Or at the pay-per-view. One of the two. Why don't you? Why don't you? Um, Nia Jax sat her ass in the ring and talked some shit about Charlotte and our truth comes out. Yes. And because he's supposed to defend his 24 7, 7, 7, 11, 1942, 1777. Yeah. Over, under, around the shoe. Yeah. Championship. Championship. Um, and since he's confused because since Akira Tozawa is a ninja, maybe Nia Jax is Akira Tozawa in disguise. Maybe. And then Tozawa shows up. Like Proving that Nia Jax is actually Nia Jax. Well, no, there was two of them. There was two Tazalas, gotcha. is what our truth thought. So He's smarter than me. He right. probably knows. That's pretty good. Our truth. Right, and then truth got chased off by all the ninjas. So, uh, And then, they, yeah, they all left. Jax was still in the ring. Charlotte comes out. <coughs> and, yeah, they brawl. Like men. Right. And Flair... Stands Woo. tall. Woo-hoo. Good job, Flair. Uh, and then we got the tag team championship match between the Viking Raiders and the Street Profits, finally. Yes. Um, and the Street Profits win. Was there any shenanigans? Mm-hmm. Or was it clean? It was pretty clean. Hmm. It's funny that all that build-up just for a clean win, I would have thought they would have had something go on and stretch this out. Maybe it still stretches out. Well, now they're going to, it seems like they're going to team up, um, because Andrade and Angel came out after that. 
Okay. And they teamed up to try to take them on. Gotcha. So. Um, we got Seth Rollins in a trance backstage for some reason. And he's, uh, talks about how he's like the Monday Night Messiah again. And Ray Mysterio is going to learn everything. Um, you better learn. But says that legends never die, but they sure as hell can outlive their welcome. I like that. He's right. Um, and then Charlotte's arm hurt, got hurt during her conflict with Naya. Like legit or storyline? Storyline, but yet yeah, like storyline because it's legit. I think. Oh, so she was already hurt, and this is how they're writing her off TV. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Gotcha. They're talking, she's going to be out till like, SummerSlam or something. That's not too horribly long, though. That's a couple Mm -hmm. months. That's not that bad. Right. At least it's not, you know, six to nine months like some others. Right. Okay, fair enough. That still sucks, though. Yeah, nine months, at least. Ten months, at least, for Becky. Well, Uh, a little different. Ten and a half. Yeah. I'm just saying. She's not injured. She's pregnant. Yeah, that's a type of injury. I guess so. It's a shitty injury. Stabbed by penis. Yeah, stabbed by penis until <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> until impregnation occurred. Right. Okay, anyways. Uh, yeah, then we got that championship match between Charlotte Flair and Asuka. Woo! So, and, and Asuka, won. Asuka won with yeah. the Asuka lock on that injured arm. Surprise, surprise, surprise. They're finally doing Oscar, right? I know. It took them long enough to figure um, it out. Yeah. But they got it. Right. Um, Edge was out. Her or Edge had a yeah, he had a really good promo. Um, right. I did see this about the low blow. Yeah, I watched this on on the YouTube. They put it up on the YouTube. This was really good. Yeah, and he's gonna like fuck up Orton's life. Basically, he's awoken the rated R superstar. Superstar. God, I wish they could bring him back. They won't. I know. Well, they, yeah. I don't know if they can. He might be under contract. Yeah. I don't um, know. And then... No, yeah. Yeah. Orton got interviewed next. Okay. Saying, what'd you think about that, Randy? I didn't see his. And Randy's like, I didn't like it, basically. He's talking to him. And he's like, I gotta go talk to Ric Flair. He hears voices. Right. Ric Flair wasn't there again, was he? Yep. Seriously? Yeah. With all the COVID shit, Ric Flair was there. Yeah. What the fuck? I know. Why Is are that, they trying to kill Ric but Flair? But I did hear. I did hear that he. Right now, he's in good health. So I don't know if that's a negative test or not. But that's he right is now. in good health. Um, we got our God all kinds of championship matches tonight. Twenty four seven eleven champion uh, chip finally. Tazawa versus our truth And Tazawa wins to become your new uh, 24-7 champion. Mm-hmm. Because Bobby Lashley just came down in the middle of the match and applied a full Nelson to our truth And Tazawa just came in and got the pin. Why not? Why not? Things happen. I know we've said this before, but hopefully now our truth moves out of this 24-7 title and they do something with it. Mm-hmm. Instead of just the something they do with it being giving it back to our truth Yeah. Because you can put R-Truth anywhere. He, you can use this to make other guys and let R-Truth just be R-Truth somewhere else. Right. He doesn't need a 24-7 championship to be mm-hmm. great. 
He did with little Jimmy, and I like little Jimmy's imaginary. And the cool thing is with Cesaro doing this, he can they can do vignettes where, um, like the you know people come to take it from him, but the all the other ninjas stop him before. Yeah, like they could do a lot of cool things with right uh, on Tazawa. So I hope he keeps it for a while. Me too. Because <clears throat> I mean, and could you imagine? Yeah, people are finally coming. They have to go through like ninja through ninja through ninja, and then yeah. they finally get to the big ninja. You know, at the end, and then Tazawa's by himself, and they finally beat him. That could be dope. I agree. Right. Uh, oh, so we got Liv Morgan versus Natalia again. Okay. But Lana was by Natalia's side because they teased that last week. Whatever. Yeah, they did. So they're friends um, now. Yeah, and Lana caused the distraction to get Natalia the win, her Good first job, win in a while. Lana. So um, it has been a while. Yeah, because they were doing that losing streak thing with her, basically. Where she, and then now she's found Lana, and I mean, at least they're doing trying. That's the power of Lana. Like I'm not interested, but, but at least that's trying. the power of Lana. Um, Charlie Caruso interviewed the big show about how he fought the ninjas and, um, (laughs) it sounds so good, right? Big show. Tell us about the time you fought the ninjas, right? And then he had to, or then he was talking about his TV show, which did you ever end up watching that? No. So fucking good. I I don't even give a shit. I did not. So I meant good. to. I just never got around to it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's that, like, full house type good, but not, like, better because it's the big show instead of Danny Tanner. I don't care. Fight me. Big show is greater than Danny Tanner. That's saying a lot, man. I know. That's Big fucking, show's the that's fucking... best TV dad ever. I loved it. Danny Tanner's Bob Saget, though. I know. Who should not be a wholesome TV father. No. No. I'm not even sure he should be a father. He was also the host of America's Funniest Videos, which was like the yeah. cheesiest, cleanest comedy ever. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Those jokes were whole, fucking ridiculously corny and horrible. You know, I just realized it would be my favorite show ever if it was on TV now. Because I love me some bad fucking dad jokes. Think, and like, yeah. those were the, like, oh, man, yeah. I got to go find some of that on the interweb somewhere. I think it is on. Somewhere. Amazon like, or somewhere has got it. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Maybe okay. I can still send him my videos. Okay, so then they announced it is Drew and Dolph at the pay-per-view. Extreme Yay. Rules. Extreme Rules so, is the next pay-per-view? Yeah. What Extreme Rule do they have? Knives only? Yeah. They're going to have a good old-fashioned knife match. Right. They should have a Caribbean strap match. That's a Scottish strap match. A Scottish strap match. A kilt match. What's that? I don't know. Like a bra and panties match, only with kilts. You gotta rip the kilt off your opponent. It seems easy. Yeah. It seems like that wouldn't be that hard to do. I don't know. It's just an idea. Um. Okay, so now, yeah, Nate was in the ring and talking Nature up. Boy. Talking up Orton, because Orton's dope. Woo! And, um. Orton comes out. <clears throat> And they talk about evolution and blah, 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 blah. I used to be And then Big Show and talking shit about Edge and Christian. Fuck those guys. And then the Big Show comes out and... Knockout punched him. Right. I don't know if he did that or not. And nope, they beat up the Big Show. Oh, he should have punched him instead. I don't know if they beat him up, but... Use your knockout punch powers. So that happened. Okay. 
Um, then got another championship match. Women's Tag Team Championship. Uh, Sasha and Bailey versus the Double Iconics. Oh, okay. Sasha yeah. and Bailey win? Yeah. Or retain at least? Yeah. Bank statement to Royce for the win. They've been making Sasha look strong. They really are set, get setting to break up the two of them. Yeah. So they're trying to make her look strong now. Right. So that way when they do, it's believable that she yeah. can beat Bailey or yeah, beat Bailey for the title. Yeah. Well and here's the swerve. Here's the swerve. <laughs> and it was good. Sasha got the whole it got everyone going. So she cuts a promo or they start cutting a promo and you know, <laughs> Bailey's like how she's dose straps and all that stuff. And Sasha gets on and she's like yeah, you know, I've been kind of jealous of that women's championship. Like, you know, it's been, you know, it's kind of, you got two belts, I only got one. Like, what the fuck? So, at Extreme Rules, I am gonna, I want to um, challenge Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship. Nice. And, yeah. So I actually kind of wish Sasha did wins that. that if it happens. I do too. I do too. Because that would make this feud even better. Right? The dose it straps. really would. They should have... No, they've got to have the fucking strap match, man. Fuck yeah. The dose strap strap match. Right. There's two straps. There's two straps. One on, one on each arm. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. That would be dope. And we cross them, so right arm's attached to right arm, left arm's attached to left arm. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Fuck. Okay. Okay. Straps for days. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what we're going to call it. Straps. For, the yeah. straps for days match. Yeah. Straps on straps on straps. Straps. They're going to wear strap-ons with straps on their ankles and yes. wrists and... Four straps. Uh, straps on their strap-ons. Yeah. Strapped together. This is not a PG match. No. <laughs> Obviously, they're wearing no. strap-ons. Right. All right, anyways. Um, Bobby Lashley and MVP are talking. And Lashley... Oh, they're still trying to... Uh, MVP kind of wants to recruit Apollo Crews, but Apollo Crews is being dick about it. Okay. And so, I don't know. Something happens, and Shelton Benjamin's getting a rematch against Crews. Cool. So that's happening. So Crews I don't know if Shelton Benjamin's going to join their group with MVP and Bobby Lashley. I hope. We talked about that a couple weeks ago, yeah. and I still kind of would like that to happen. Me too. I'd like to see more Shelton Benjamin. Right. Um... Oh, Liv Morgan has an interaction backstage with Ruby Riot, and it's teasing them maybe getting back together. I don't know. Okay. So we got a, a I think VIP lounge. Yeah, we got a VIP lounge next with Cruz coming down, and he got an MVP's face, and then Shelton came down, and they just did the championship match. Okay. And Cruz won pretty quickly. Good deal. But Bobby Lashley showed up and beat him down. Beat him down. So take that. And we had Ray and Dominic come down to the ring. Oh, Ray's back. Yeah. And then Seth Rollins comes out, and Murphy and Austin come out, and Black and Carrillo come out. And then everybody. And here. then everyone fights, and the heels. Did they fight like men? Yeah. Okay. With their hands. Nice. Yeah. Uh. And the faces stood tall. Good job, faces. Yeah. I'm and proud of them. Yeah, that's it. That was Monday Night Raw? Yeah. Brother, brother. All right. All right, I guess we'll move on to AEW Dark. AEW Dark. I did not watch again this Me week. Me either. It's the same thing. I mean, it's all squash matches. It's too long. 
Um, yeah, and for an hour and a half. If it was back under an hour again, I'd probably yeah. start watching it. But. If it had, honestly, if it had, like, if I could, if I had it on DVR, where I could watch it at, like, two or even four times speed, instead of, like, how the internet just skips. Yeah, to get through the matches for the little story bits right. and pieces they give you. Because right. the little things they throw out there are cool, the little Easter eggs that you yeah. get, like the bonuses for watching. Yeah. Hey, this will tie into the storyline. And because most of the matches are like glorified squash matches anyway. Right. So, but I'd like to, I mean, even if you watch glorified squash matches at like four times speed, I used to do that back in the day uh, with SmackDown when it was really bad. Oh, yeah. I had DVR. Watch I would do do it that way and I'd get through it. Yeah. Because I'd I'd usually get off work at 10 or 11 and watch it after work on my DVR and get through it in like an hour. Well, what happened this week on AEW Dark, BJ? Brian Cage beat Robert Anthony. Of course he did. SCU beat uh, David Ali and Musa. Okay. Sean Spears beat Pineapple Pete. Good job, Sean. Lance Archer uh, beat Griff Garrison. He did. He crushed him. I saw that. Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss beat the Dark Order of Alex Reynolds and John Silver. Yep, Long John Silver's. Mel beat Kylan King. I haven't seen Mel in a long time. Yeah, me either. Other than in the crowd with Luther. Right. Uh, Scorpio Sky beat Lee Johnson. Oh, nice. Jurassic Express, all three of them, beat uh, Luther, Max Caster, and Serpentico. Okay. And Orange Cassidy beat Peter Avalon. That's not surprising. No. Luther was on Talk is Jericho yesterday. Oh, nice. I might have to check that out. It was pretty solid, but... His he his voice does not match him. Yeah. He sounds like a surfer dude from from oh, California, really? man. Yeah. That's dope. Like it's so weird. Oh, I totally want to hear it's that. It's so man. weird. Like it doesn't sound anything like what you would imagine by looking at him. That's fantastic. Uh but it was neat. Oh. He um He's long-winded, so there is that. So sometimes I lost track of what he was talking about because he just kept talking and talking and talking. And, like, Jericho tried to end the podcast for, like, ten minutes before he finally even got the question out, like, to end the podcast on. It was so good. excellent. It might have only been five minutes, but, I mean, it was literally minutes, though. I love it. Uh, That sounds fantastic. So, yeah, that takes us on to uh, Dynamite Dynamite. Creeper. Yeah. Um, Pretty good this week. Not as... Good as it has been, but it was solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we started off no with major complaints. a lumberjack match. Wardlow and Luchasaurus. Uh, best part of this was the fucking best friends, Chucky mm-hmm. T and... Dressed up as lumberjacks. Trent. That was fantastic. I <laughs> yeah, that it. was good. Um, I mean, I enjoyed this match. They uh, There's a Haas fight. Yeah. Yeah. Haas fight, and I like that Like they went... Out and it took you know everybody. They got up on the stage at one point right. and Marco had already gotten involved and yeah. fucking Wardlow threw Marco out into the crowd and then Luchasaurus kicked um, Wardlow in the face and he fell down into everybody in, mm-hmm. in the crowd area and then as they were getting back up Luchasaurus flipped off the stage which mm-hmm. he like went to do it once and like didn't commit and right. luckily also though. Like uncommitted early enough that he didn't flop, yeah, and then regain his composure, hit flip nicely. Yeah, they went back into the ring. Yep, and Wardlow picks up the win. Wardlow ended up winning with the F ten. Yep. Um, 
I'm good. They need some stronger heels right now. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the right call. Because, like, as much as I love Luchasaurus, and I really love Luchasaurus, like, I think his job in this cult company, ultimately, is to make Jungle uh, Jungle Boy a huge star. Yeah. Like, a household star. Dude, three years from now, when those two break up after mm-hmm. being tag team champions once or twice together, maybe even more than that, but at least once or twice... Yeah. It's going to be a big deal, and then you do it right, you're going to put, as Luchasaurus the heel, you're going to put Jungle Boy over as, like, the biggest babyface right. AEW's ever seen to that point. Yep. He has I the agree. potential to skyrocket past the way that Hangman's headed right now. Yeah. Because... Oh, for sure. And that's crazy, and because they're going to build him a straight babyface, where Hangman's kind of that anti-authority, mm-hmm. anti-whatever, stone-cold kind of face, right. like... Yeah. The an- unconventional face. Where, where he should be... Jungle Boy's going to be straight baby face. He's going to sure. be the good guy. He's going to yeah. he's gonna be the guy that gets beat up for 20 minutes and then one, two, three, four, yeah. five moves to doom, finishes the match. Yeah. Ricky Morton, John yeah. Cena, Ricky and The cool Steamboat. thing is, like, and I know he doesn't Johnny really want to use it to his advantage, but once he gets to that point to move into the mainstream... Invoking his dad's name. Yeah. Right. Like, and that's why he needs to be Jungle Jack at that point. Jungle Jack Perry. Right. And, yeah. And no longer be a boy. Right. Jungle Man. Jungle Man. Wish I was a Jungle Man. I wish the Young Bucks would change their names now. Mm Mm-hmm. It makes sense. They're not young anymore. They should be like the middle-aged Bucks. The middle-aged Bucks. (laughs) Midlife crisis Bucks. Yeah. Millennial Bucks. Millennial Bucks. (laughs) There we go. Uh, oh shit oh Britt Baker's ringside again she was shown a couple times through this um, yeah she now has plexiglass around her golf cart uh, she had an apple martini yeah and an apple martini and Jesus yeah she's she's awesome amazing like she's becoming the best like her and MJF are probably the best heels in all of wrestling yeah like straight heels Mm -hmm. Jericho's the best overall I think right but Jericho's been on fire lately. Uh-huh. Um, all right. And then we got Hikaru Shida versus Red Velvet next. Uh, Shida and Penelope um, get into a little exchange before she slaps mm-hmm. uh, Penelope, or Shida slaps Penelope and then gets in the ring. Two moves, I think, uh, Shida performed. Yeah, I think so. On Red yeah. Velvet. Yeah. And, and won right, the match. Right. So. There was a shot uh, when Sheeta and Penelope were in each other's face before the, the pre-match spot. Yeah. Where I noticed and actually saw it uh, confirmed either on Twitter or Squared Circle or Wrestling Observer or somewhere mm-hmm. that uh, in attendance for AEW Dynamite was one Cesar Bononi. Nice. Formerly of NXT. Nice. He was one of the guys that got released. Yeah, and he's at least maybe right. there's the independent like the independent guys are that are, that yeah. are getting squashed on dark. Right, maybe. That'd be cool. So we might I did see. I notice that. I'm pretty sure that's him. It was either him or the other guy. What was the other guy's name that was with him back in the day? You know who I'm talking about, right? Is it? I'm thinking. No, I'm thinking Tino Sabatelli, but I don't think that's it. That's actually who I'm thinking. Oh, is it? Okay. But yeah, I think it's still Caesar Bononi was who okay. was there. But yeah, it's one of those guys. But yeah. still, yeah, okay. ex WWE guys there. Um. Oh, then we got the Fighter Fest press conference. 
uh, with Cody and Arn talks for a little bit about how Hager's not there and then Cody uh, talks about his championship and blah 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 and so god they're doing this slow burn Cody heel turn yes they are like, super slow too right like every week I just there's some things that I pick out that I just makes me hate him a little bit more when he turns it's gonna be it's gonna be sweet yeah they are building it nicely they really are like yeah, it's just all these little. I mean, just the. Because yeah, last week we talked about how he mentioned in his interview that he's not, he doesn't even feel like he's part of the elite or part of the nightmare family mm-hmm. anymore, which I thought was excellent. Yeah. And that was one of those little. He's already starting to see little and like you know get resentful and all the little things that he does. Right. This week it was more in match stuff though. Yeah. In his match here. Right. Like. Uh, yeah, he likes professional wrestling not play wrestling right and yeah those little things those little jabs mm. yeah so I think he's I do think he, they're gonna make this new four horsemen with the four that we've seen yeah I'm starting to think so too it's seeming more and more and legit gonna and they're be, gonna do it right and make yeah. heels the way it's supposed right. to be and then them versus the elite of Kenny and Hangman and the Young Bucks and that's gonna be fantastic and we still keep getting the teases of Kenny and Hangman throughout all of that. I think that's going to escalate it quicker, though. Yeah. Because Hangman's going to be like, well, wait, now look, Cody went out and he's more successful than ever. Why am I still with these losers? I want to break out on my own, too. Yeah. And he doesn't. Right. Yeah. I'll, uh... Now it just makes me like, because it really seems like, and I guess we haven't got there yet, but it does seem like from things that are going to happen later on on Dynamite that Mm -hmm. Death Triangle's not a thing anymore. Yeah. Which really sucks, because like, I was like, man, there's another faction that we're building up, and add a female into that one, and like, right. man, there's so much stuff we could do. Now we're starting to see females in I factions mean, with Anna Jay looking like she's yeah. going to the Dark Order. I, and I mean, but you can get... Death Triangle can come back. It can, Pox just but... Stuck, Pox just still stuck in the UK. I know. Like, that's the problem. I just want to... I know. I don't want it to end, and they already seem like they're just... Gonna do other stuff with yeah. it. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, oh, and we got this like the second half of the Joey Janela Sunny Kiss that started last week or the week before. Yeah, they um, got in a fight at a gas station mm-hmm. and beat the fuck out of everybody pretty dopely. Yeah, it was pretty good. And then they drove off. And they drove eating off. a sandwich. And they said they could get used to this, and they are going to because they're going to take on Cole Cabana and Mister Brady boom, Lee. Boom. This was, I love this. was this. fantastic. This dude. was one of the first times I totally paid attention through the picture in picture. Me too, because I was so interested in all the back and yeah. forth between Cole Cabana and I, Mr. Yeah, Brody Lee. I loved it where, you know, yeah, Cole Cabana, or Brody Lee would tag in Cole Cabana, and then he'd tag right out. And then Brody Lee would do some knock whoever was in the ring down, and then tag in him, and then... You know, yep. and then tag, Cole, Cole would be like, no, and tag right back out. It, and they went on, and it was the way they were doing it was so good until, yeah, they finally hit a finisher and Cole is the legal man, in. and Cole and, gets the pin. One, yeah. two, three. Yeah. Wins. And just uh, the way they did it, it was just, It was really well done. It, it made me want to really, see more of this. Yeah. I'm glad they fixed the Dark Order. Me too. 
Yeah, that was so good. And they've even they've also started referring to Grayson as number two, which makes more sense. It makes a lot of sense because mm-hmm. obviously Evil Uno is one right. and two, and we've seen five, and we've got ten. Right. So, yeah. yeah. And I think they referred to Reynolds and Long John Silvers as either six and seven or seven and eight. Something like that. Or some such. It doesn't even make something that he's like, you know, you could be my number three or something. I, I think at one point, yeah, yeah, to Christopher Daniels. Yeah. I think they were saying that Daniels, when they were teasing that he was the leader. Yeah. Um. Okay. But yeah, it was, like I said, it was really good. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, uh, Lance Archer shows up and took out Sonny Kiss. Yeah. Like, big time. Lance Archer's dope. And Janela goes for the save, but... Lance Archer crushes him, too. Fuck yeah. So Lance Archer ain't fucking around. I feel like we're going to get like a two-on-one match. I'm fine Archer's with that. Archer's still going to win. I hope. Um, FTR took on SCU. This was a good tag match. Yeah. Of course. It's two of the best tag teams in the world. Um, it's probably the best tag team in all of wrestling right now. Yeah. The only guys, in my opinion, that come close with FTR at the moment... Is the North, but yeah. with Impact not really doing... I mean, just getting started back up, they have right. you know. But, um, obviously, FTR is picking up the win here. Yeah, and then the Butcher and Blade showed up in their mm-hmm. truck. Yeah. And that seemed pretty bad. In the FTR's truck. Yeah. Yeah, they took... The Pronouns, pal. Right. And uh, then the Lucha Bros showed up. They had no fear. No fear. They made sure to tell us that because yeah. that's what their deal is. That's their deal. And then the Young Bucks came out to save FTR. And the Butcher and Blade challenged for a four-way mat. Four yep. on four. Eight-man tag. That's what they're called. Next week at Fighter Fest. Or yep. that might be on night two. I don't remember. I can't remember. We'll find out later. Yeah, we'll get there. So. Yeah. Um, that happened. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we got a really cool video package of Kenny Omega and Hangman and the best friends, like, building up their yes, championship this match. was well done on both sides. The best friends mm-hmm. parts were really good. Hangman and Kenny's were really dope. Yeah. Best friends kept making fun of Hangman and Kenny, drinking milk and whiskey. and Right. Which I think is excellent. Like, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. So, uh, and we got a package for Moxley and Brian Cage, who Moxley wasn't there because his wife has COVID. Yeah, so. Renee was exposed. Renee. And no, Renee tested was, positive. I was gonna say she has it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then because he brought uh, Mox was supposed to be in tonight. Yes, having a match, but instead Cage is getting a match. Against Joey Cruz. And crushed him. Crushed him. Yeah, super quick. That's what Cage has done. So God, I hope Cage wins. Just... I do too. Even if the belt doesn't change because of shenanigans yeah. and the rivalry continues, yeah. Cage has to win this match. Um, And then Taz got on the mic and it was really good. Cause Taz is like, always good on the mic. Yeah, making fun of Moxley for not being able to be there and stuff. It was excellent. They watch a lot of... ECW stuff on Tony Schiavone's podcast mm-hmm. because Tony's never seen ECW stuff but found that he really really likes it at nice. least the good parts of it right and um, they they have a lot of uh, Taz's interviews and promos that they cut into the podcast while they're watching mm-hmm. along the show and like everything Taz does on the mic oh, is yeah. fantastic it's so good whether he's announcing or he's cutting a promo or whatever the fuck it is yeah. I like it yeah room um we got a backstage segment with Brody Lee praising mm-hmm. Cole Cabana. Boom, boom. And makes a challenge where him, 
Lee, Stu Grayson, and Cabana to take on all of SCU at Fighter Fest. Yep. So. Um, and then, oh, Britt Baker did had some more stuff with Tony Schiavone. Well, sends another note to Tony Schiavone. Um, bad mouth bad, Big Swole. Right. Yep. And then Big Swole comes out and she, uh, Britt was taunting her, like, you can't get in here, blah, blah, you're trash, and Swole got up on the tra- or on the top of the roof and dumped trash. On dumped trash all over. It was hilarious. Inside of her little Pope yeah. shield area. Yeah. It was, it was good times. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, because of situations, we had Matt Hardy taking on Santana instead of uh, Sammy Guevara. Sammy yeah. Guevara this was a fine match, match, though. Yeah. I still made the best of it. Mm-hmm. Santana a good wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. Like... Both solo and tag team. He's really good. So he held his own with Matt Hardy here. We had Damascus, broken Matt Hardy. Yeah. It was good times. Yep. And uh, who did win? Hardy won, right? Yeah, Matt yeah. Hardy won. Matt yeah, Hardy won. Cause it was confusing, and I forgot to say. Because here it says, Hardy then counters and pins Hardy. Oh, no. I was like, no, that didn't happen. He did not pin himself, yeah. but he got the pin and won. Right. And then sure. they attacked Hardy. Yes. And then Private Party showed up. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, and also, Matt has a new drone. It's not Vanguard 1 now. It's uh, Neo 1. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't that debut? I don't think we talked about it, though. Okay. But yeah, it's there. And then we got the face-off between Orange Cassidy and Chris Jarrett. This was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Orange Cassidy. I hope he wins so bad. I kind of do, too. I didn't at first. I thought Jericho should win this. But the more and more it's going on, the more and more Orange needs to win this match. But yeah, this was great. Jericho cut a great promo. Mm -hmm. Orange was orange. Right. He did his kicks, his super shin kicks and everything. Way after Jericho's like, you wouldn't dare do that to me in a match. And then he he comes out and did it anyway. Immediately. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited for that match. Mm -hmm. Probably more than anything at Fighter Fest. Yeah, me too. So, and that was, uh... That was NXT Creeper, no. or a Dynamite, Dynamite Creeper Creeper, right. which takes us on to NXT, NXT Nephew Nephew. nephew. Um, also a good episode. Yeah. Uh, Cameron Grimes cut a promo about Damian Priest, and Damian Priest came down, mm. which led to a match. They had a segment before that, when NXT was first coming on the air, Yeah, and it was, um... Cameron Grimes oh, had right. beat up Damian Priest in the parking lot that's and right. kind of left him laying. Yeah. And then he came out and cut the promo right. about how he was laying in the parking lot instead of facing him in the ring like a man. Yeah. And, and then he out. came and faced him. And then, and then yeah, Damian yeah. Priest came down for the match anyways with his taped up ribs and all. Right. It was a good match. It was. It Cameron was Grimes tough. picked up the win, thankfully. Mm-hmm. I really like Cameron Grimes. Yeah. Me too. Me too. So yeah. Um... We got a packet or a thing between Rhea Ripley and Robert Stone uh, approaching her. And yeah, Robert Stone again trying to get her on and talking about how he's back on top and things are moving back and yep. she should get on the train. Choo choo! Which was fucking fantastic. We were talking about it off, but it, yeah. he's becoming like a mix between Bobby Heenan and Harvey Whippleman, and right. it's fucking fantastic. It is. I like it. So good. I'm a fan. Yep. Um, oh, and I really like this, too. There was a 
thing where Timothy Thatcher was teaching like a catch as catch can. Oh yeah, class. yeah. I forgot about this and little promo video or whatever. Yeah, I really liked it because it like it made the submission hold sound more like make it seem more more real. You yeah, know what I mean, I agree. Because he's like, yeah, you take take your wrist and you just jab it into the Achilles back there, and it causes there's a nerve and like just why someone would be disabled. That, by when you hold. just grab their leg before you turn them over, like yeah, I do. It? Um, and it was it was really cool. I do miss that old school uh, announcing when you know guys explaining those moves. Taz was really good at it. Yeah. He would explain why submission holds work and right. why they hurt and what hurts and mm-hmm. um, even some of those moves that like Jr. was really good at that too, especially back in WCW. Yeah, but I always like that because they kind of explain like why they're in pain and why it made it believable. Because like, mm-hmm. oh, they actually know like because you know there's, it's a fact. It right. hurts, and even though it's wrestling and it's not hurting, like yeah, you didn't know that as a kid. It hurts, right? right. It hurts. Yeah. So yeah, I like that. Yep. We got a match between Santos Escobar and Jake Atlas. Yeah, this was a pretty solid match, but of course, Drugs McGillard picks up the win. Yeah, he did. For sure. All right, we're going to take a break. Okay. All right, we're back from break. We're over. We're done. We've returned. My bladder is emptified. Right. And now we're going to continue on. We just talked about Escobar drug dealer, and now we're going to talk about whatever happened after that match. The therapy session with Undisputed. This was fucking fantastic. This was better than last week's. Yeah. Uh, if I could put him in a trunk, <laughs> put Roderick Strong in the trunk. Well, Kyle revealed that he was actually Kyle and not the therapist, and they were all blown away and amazed because they didn't even realize he said he was auditioning or practicing for a role he's auditioning for in a movie. Nice. And then, yeah, they put him in a trunk to help him overcome his fear. And then mm-hmm. they said they were going to help him even more by setting him up with a match tonight yeah. against Dexter Loomis. Right. Got to face his fears. Yeah. So I'm cool. Let's go. That'll yeah. be fun. Is that the main event? No. Oh, yeah, oh, that's right. No, maybe. it was not the main yeah. event. Um, yeah. We, we got had a triple uh, threat match for the yeah, main event. Right, duh. Um, oh, then we had uh, Malcolm Bivens and his dudes. I still can't remember their names. Uh, Insidious? And, yeah. Or something, something like, like that. that. Insidious shit, yeah. Indecision? 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 Yeah, indecision. Indigestion? Indigestion. Um, but, yeah. They are challenging Lurkin and Birch, so that'll be dope. Yeah. Some hard hitters there. Good clash of styles. Mm-hmm. Should be an interesting matchup. Yep. We got Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. I didn't pay attention to this match. This like, was cut out of. They're not... These ladies aren't piquing my interest. Yeah. Out of this whole group right now, really, like... Obviously, Candice, especially with the new heel turn. Right. And, like, Tegan. But, like, Tegan, she's still missing something. Mm-hmm. Like, she's almost ready to step that next. Like, she's got it in ring. She's just, like, too generic outside of the right. ring, I guess. She needs something to set herself apart from the other ladies in the division. Right. And as soon as she finds that, I think she's going to skyrocket up there with Eero and Eero. EO and, and yeah. Candice and... I guess Bianca Belair maybe is still mm-hmm. part of this division. I don't know. I, who fucking knows? Yeah. Um, Rhea, obviously. Right. I was going to say, Rhea and Io are the tops, for sure. 
Bianca, if she's still there in right. the division, I don't yeah. know because she showed up at Raw and then disappeared again because the Street Profits have been busy playing basketball and bowling and axe throwing right. and everything else with the Viking Raiders, yeah. so fighting ninjas and shit. Yeah. Um. Oh, then we got. I want to see this entrance live so bad, but Karrion Cross. Um, versus Bronson Reed. Like, it's the dopest entrance right now. I love it. It's on that, like, Bobby Roode, uh, yes. Alistair Black yeah. level. Yep. Like, so good. Um, but yeah, he, Karrion Cross took on Bronson Reed and won, duh. Yeah. Uh, with, uh, uh, what's he calling it? Oh, the cross jacket. Yeah. So, pretty dope. Um, we got Rhea Ripley versus Aaliyah. With Robert Stone. Um, yeah. This was good, too. Um, Robert Stone's fucking... Hilarious. Robert Stone made me care about an Aaliyah match. Right. That's how good this guy's become. And it's and it's amazing, too, because he's went from a guy I didn't give a shit about to, like, one of my favorite people on NXT now in, like, a matter of six weeks or something like that. Yeah. He's transitioned. And just, yeah, fantastic. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but Rhea takes him out and Aaliyah and gets up the win. Yes. Gets the win. Yep, of course. They're not going to have Rhea lose. No. But she did uh, get her hands on Robert Stone at one part, too, and he can take some fun bumps. He, yeah. he does a Bobby Heenan way of taking bumps and articulating his movements mm-hmm. when he's, you know, running frightened from a wrestler. So I like it. Yeah. Yep. Um, then we got Dexter Loomis versus Roddy. Strong. Yeah, this was cool too. Yeah, basically strong. Just he couldn't do it. Nope. And he ran away mm-hmm. and got counted out. Yes. So Loomis. Dexter Loomis, Loomis wins by countout. Yep. And then Loomis attacks Bobby Fish. Yeah, because Fish was there at ringside, like trying to get back here, Roddy. What are you doing, man? Yeah, that was good. This whole undisputed air stuff's been really fun. Yeah. Um, we got a uh, Robert Stone. And Aaliyah backstage talking to iPad Regal, mm-hmm. um, saying that they need a match versus Rhea Ripley. And so next week, two on one, two on one, Robert Stone and Aaliyah versus yeah. Rhea Ripley. Love it. Yeah, so, yeah I like iPad Regal. He's not as good as real Regal, but he's right. still pretty solid. Yeah. Um, then they announce next week we get a fatal four way number one contenders match. Um, for the women's championship. Yes. Uh, Mia Yim versus Tegan Knox versus Dakota Kai versus Candice LeRae. Mia hope... Yim's the other one. She's the other, yeah. like, upper mid-carder I was trying That's to think true. of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then also, we get Dexter Loomis versus Roddy Strong mm-hmm. in the first ever NXT strap match. Yep. So. That run. should be dope. Yeah. I'm really excited for that. Can't run away this time, so. And plus, like, both of those guys can go in the fucking ring, especially Roddy Strong. I still think he's one of the most yeah. underappreciated in-ring workers of the last decade. Right. Um, and then our main event. Main event! Triple threat match for the North American Championship. Keekly versus Finn Balor versus Johnny. Kick him in the ding-ding. Not... Not just for the North American Championship, but for a shot also to face Adam Cole, baby, in two weeks, I think. I do, I think so. I think it's the second week, because that's what they're putting up against week two of Fighter Fest. Yeah. 
Yeah, because you'll have that. Versus North American versus champion versus champion, and then you'll have Cage Mox versus Mox. Yeah. Yep. I'm not going to lie. For me, the NXT match, well, I guess we should talk about the match first and who won. So we yeah. get into who's that match before we... Well, we're going to want Will that next week, so fuck it. Anyways, yeah, this was a fantastic triple threat match. Yeah. Not really surprising was. considering yeah. the three guys that you had here. Right. And I like the... Which I thought he did it. But he did it before. He with Keith Lee, uh, Finn Balor was going for like the kick in the corner or whatever, and yeah. Keith yeah. Lee just pops up on the side. What what match was that in that he did that? I can't remember. It was something. It was, right. I can't remember. It was around the Rumble ish time. Yeah. It was around the same time frame when he um, shoulder blocked Adam Cole six rows into the audience. Right. But I don't remember who it was. It might have been Bauer, honestly. Yeah. But it was still, it was a great match. Um, and Keith Lee ends up picking up the win. Yeah. Still your NXT champion. And North American champion. North American champion. And he will face the NXT champion. Adam Cole. Adam Cole. Cole. And uh, they had a little face-to-face holding their champions to get their little uh, photo op. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. But... No, I'm excited for that. That's gonna yeah, be Yeah, NXT's championship match is gonna be dope. Yeah. Champion versus champion. Yep. Plus we got the number one contendership match for the ladies next week. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, they're gonna be good. I might watch the full ones. Plus that strap match is gonna be dope. Yeah. I watch the full ones every week. Right. Well, it's cut like the commercials are cut. So right. I don't have to watch those. There you go. I fast forward through that shit. I don't watch yeah. the commercials. I can't if I watch the full one. Because it's Hulu, and that's what Hulu does. Oh, you can't fast forward through. Oh, that's yeah, because yeah. they have their own commercials. It's right. not the normal TV commercials. Yeah. Well, here in a few weeks, I won't, it won't matter anyway, because I'm getting rid of Hulu Live. So okay, just gonna watch everything next day. There you go. Um, that's what I do. Yeah. Since I work from home, I watch. If I didn't work from home, I wouldn't watch Dynamite. Yeah. If I had to go to the office, like I'll watch NXT on my phone, but I wouldn't watch Dynamite on my phone. Right. I'd watch it live before I'd watch it on my phone. Yeah. So SmackDown Live, sister, sister. Yep. Um, well, first, like, basically the whole hour was some people talking about The Undertaker and then, which was, oh, John Cena and Roman Reigns, because this was like a thank you Taker night. There was then, a lot of clips of people talking about yeah. Taker throughout the two hours. I say, Cena and Roman was the first, and then, yeah. Like but then they showed, player. yeah, then they showed... Oh, Edge, Christian, Kane, Ric Flair. Yeah, yeah. D-Lo. Bunch of people. Uh, yeah, the gobbledygooker. Um, I was wondering if you caught me throwing D-Lo in there. Oh, I'm glad you did. Uh, D-Lo should have been there. Should have been. Shane is in. But the, like they played the whole Boneyard match again yes. from WrestleMania. So there was so most of SmackDown. Wham, yeah. bam, thank you, officer. Right. Um, and we got Baron Corbin in the ring. Talking, yeah, he had a match, yeah, about some bullshit. And, uh, oh, he's talking shit about Taker, and Jeff Hardy got pissed and attacked Baron Corbin. Oh, there you go, yeah, and then they had a match later. Oh, okay, um, later we will have a championship. But first, we had a number one contenders match for okay. the SmackDown Women's Championship Alexa Bliss versus Nikki Cross versus Dana Brooke versus Lacey Evans. Oh, yeah. So, um... I saw a little bit of this because of Lacey Evans, but right. yeah. And Nikki ends up picking up the win. 
That's what I thought. Along with the roll-up over Lacey Evans, mm-hmm. so that'll be cool. Nikki's your number one contender. Yep, against Bailey at uh, whatever it's called. Elimination Chain? No, Extreme Rules. Yeah, that's it. Uh, we had the New Day and Lucha House Party Lucha. taking Lucha. on Cesaro, Nakamura, Miz, and Morrison. Heels so, won? Um, no. Faces won. Fair enough. Hmm. Doesn't matter. And then... That's not an important oh, yeah. match. Some more stuff between... Or Baron Corbin accepting Jeff's challenge for the match tonight. Yeah. Uh, Braun Strowman comes down and, um... Talks about Bray some more and Fuck Bray, basically the way it go it goes is he talks about like being in the swamp and things like that. I'm really thinking we're gonna get a cinematic match between these two in like a swamp match. The way this whole thing went down, it's gonna be the born on the bayou match and the there whole thing. Go. The and the song's gonna play in the background, fucking CCR in the background. Oh, that would be so bad while they're playing. Yeah, born on the bayou. So. Born on the bayou. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> they should just play CCR's greatest hits in the background of this match. Oh, that would be so good. The whole whole disc, too. It'd be great. Like all the greatest that long, hits. Right? Yeah. Fuck it. Um, Anything of vinyl, that's what, like 40 minutes tops, 20 minutes aside of vinyl? You don't well, their greatest hits is 20 songs. Is it? Yeah. So, I don't know how long it is. I could look it up. It's on my recently listened to, because... CCR's always on your least. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't well, it one of your, was. like, favorite bands ever, too? Yeah, I yeah. love CCR. I do, too. They're good. Yeah. Um, Jeff Hardy took on Baron Corbin next. Yeah. And Jeff Hardy ends up picking up the win. Did he? Um, yeah. That's dumb. And then Baron, and then Baron Corbin beat him down. him down afterwards. But Big E comes to the save. Hmm. And Jeff Hardy's um, going to become the newest member of New Day. Right. And. When when Creed's coming back? Riddle calmed down too. Oh, good. Yeah. So. Riddle's going to be your next Intercontinental Champion, I think. Yeah. Oh, I hope so. I think. Yeah. Um. And then. Okay. That was SmackDown. Oh, that was the main event. Yeah, that was it, man. There was. I mean, you figure with Undertaker shit on first. That's, that's true. That was a big match. That's part like of half the match. of it. Number 58! Jack 58, Swagger. Jack Swagger. Or Jake Hager for your WWE and or Bellator. Fans. Yeah, that's what I mean. AEW or Bellator fans out there. Yeah. Jack, Neam, and the Ding Ding Swagger. Yeah. Sorry, I had to. When did you uh, 2013. Mine's 14. So All right. First. I watched Jack Swagger take on... The Ayatollah of Rock and Rolla, nice. Chris Jericho, from March 22nd, 2013, SmackDown. Okay. This was actually pretty neat because this was the build to uh, Jack Swagger versus Alberto Del Rio for the WWE Heavyweight Championship. Okay. I believe WrestleMania okay. is where Swagger won. Did he win that Mania? Or was it after mm-hmm. Mania when Swagger? Swagger was it? So he wasn't then. So maybe this was a different time. Well, anyways, this what they were teasing a match between Del Rio, who was okay. the champion, and Swagger. Okay. And this it might have been the because um, Del Rio may have taken it from Swagger, so maybe this was right after he lost it. Maybe, maybe it's after he lost it instead of after he won it. Yeah. Um, and then Chris Jericho was uh, flashy light jacket. Chris Jericho, remember the dope one, yeah. the one that Dean Ambrose tore that up before Jericho favorite. destroyed Mitch. Um. 
this was actually a really good match for a pre-taped 2013 SmackDown match. Like, this was back when SmackDown was taped on Tuesdays, and nice. very few people watched it because it was taped on Tuesdays, and by the time yeah. Thursday rolled around, you'd already seen it. Um, Swagger wins the match with the Swagger Bomb um, because of distraction by Zeb Coulter. Yeah. So. No, this was, he didn't have. This was before all that? Yeah. Fair enough. This was, I mean, he won the championship back in like 210. Okay. So this is after So he didn't even, yeah. So he challenged, but he didn't win. Fair enough. The championship here. Fair enough. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Because I I think this was after Del Rio cashed in on Punk. Okay. That makes sense then. I'm pretty sure. I'm too far back in time. Yeah. This is like literally right when I got back into watching. Right. So, um, yeah. So, for me, the big takeaways were one, like, everything was just so much better back then in WWE. The announcers were less annoying. Like, there was a attempt at a superplex, which just ended up, you know, leading to um, the guy getting headbutted off the top and just falling backwards off the rope. You know how it goes. And there was only, like, seven camera changes instead of 20. And, right. like, the crowd was actually into it. And it is one of those things I also realized when I first got back into wrestling that, to me... At that point, I paid more attention to characters than, mm-hmm. like, in ring ability. And Jack Swagger was better than I gave him credit for back then, honestly. I was surprised yeah. by how good this match was with Jericho. Now, granted, it's also with Chris Jericho, who's, I mean, arguably one of the best ever, if not the best ever. He's up there on my list, as you yeah. both know. But yeah, Swagger picked up the win with the Swagger Bomb, which is basically just the Vader Bomb. Right. And, uh... Yeah. Um, as far as placement goes, yeah. he's definitely not number 58. Uh, that's for damn sure. Yeah. He's either... It's either him or EC3 for the last of being locked in on my list. Yeah. Like, I don't... I don't know who gets locked in, but that's where that's where I'm putting him at. Sure. So, what about your match, BJ? Uh, I watched Jack Swagger versus Cesaro uh, from the pre-show of Survivor Series 2014. Okay. About um, a year after mine, year plus, year and a half. Yeah. Um, no, this was... Uh, it was an okay match for a pre-show match. I mean, I did like... Uh, There's one point Cesaro went for did like the double stomp on Swagger and Swagger caught him and reversed it into the ankle lock and okay. the way the way it was done was really cool um but he was better than I remembered um because I hated the character so much yeah and which he definitely has fixed in AEW um I like his character and the way he's well he's not playing a racist man. like he was a part of his time right. in WWE well, that so that's a big part of why yeah. I like his character I mean, even, better yeah, now even before that when he was like the all American wrestler douche like yeah he was already racist with Zeb Coulter at this point yeah. in 2013 for my mind so. actually he was the face in this this is like oh they had already turned face at that point yeah yeah when it was the huge we the people movement and all that right that's what this was um, then he became less racist and more like patriotic. Yeah. yeah. But it still didn't click with me. Um, no, me either. That was no. That was overdone by the time Luger did it in the nineties. Right. Like, yeah. No. Yeah. You can't do that anymore. It just doesn't work. Right. 
We Captain need... America is already Captain America. You like yeah. nobody cares about Captain America the seventh. Right. Um. Yeah. He. Uh, Jack Swagger picks up the win too. Nice. So. Um. But no, I. I mean, I agree with you. He was better than I remember, but he's not better than. Yeah. Most people on this list so far. I, yeah, I do think I would put him ahead of EC3 just because. Um, I mean, he did have a decent run, and he started to redeem himself right. at the end. Um, you know, and if you could take in his MMA stuff into consideration, yeah, that he moves him up a too. Him up, exactly. But, um, I will say, as my last little takeaway on Swagger is mm-hmm. that based upon this match. If I could put him anywhere on the list, yeah. like out of all the way back to a hundred, yeah. I don't know where exactly, but he wouldn't fall as far as I would have thought last week. He's yeah. still gonna fall back, but not nearly as far as, right. far as I would have put him last I week. I mean, looking at the match. list, if I did could put him back further, he'd be ahead of Ryback. Oh, for sure. Um He's definitely better than Ryback. Yeah. Maybe Strowman. Maybe Strowman. Not, not Kenta. Kenta. Yeah. No. So all right. But that's against the rules. So. Right. Yeah, we don't work that way. We're we only do 20 at a time yeah. here. We're, We're not, not rule cheaters. Right. Uh, news and rumors? News and or rumors. Um, Vince McMahon wants to run live television shoots in front of paying fans as soon as late July or early August. I ain't paying. Um, <laughs> great. I wasn't paying before COVID. Well, yeah. I, I learned at Fastlane. I'm done with WWE. Like, I'll go to an NXT show, but I'm done with yeah. WWE shows. Me too. Unless it's like Long SummerSlam or Royal Rumble, basically. Cross them off the bucket list. Survivor Series. That one's not really on my bucket list. I never I just liked it. I never did either, but, I mean, if we're going to do three, we got to do four. I'd rather go to a Money in the Bank. If we got to do four, we might as well do five. And then at that point, I'd almost rather go to Elimination Chamber, but just for the spectacle of the Elimination that Chamber match. Cool yeah. But Royal Rumble's at the top. But Royal Rumble's top of my list. Anyways, um, I did see some stuff this morning that Kevin Dunn was announcing through the overhead speakers that they couldn't mm-hmm. start filming and shit until people removed their masks. Yeah. Because, you know, there's not a pandemic going on. A lot of people with WWE no, have bad. COVID, have tested positive. Yeah. I don't have a list. I don't know if you do or want to um, go on. If you got more on this, we might as well get so this out the, the way. Well, okay, so here's the big thing. From what I've heard, it's about 25 to 30 people as of now. Um, Renee Young's on the list, mm-hmm. which we already spoke about. Uh, but the big name that's kind of worrying on the list is Jamie Noble. Jamie oh, Noble. I didn't see that. That's not yeah. cool. Jamie Noble is the guy who usually runs through spots in the ring with people before the show and warms up with with everybody. Everybody. So there's that. Um, Yeah, I didn't see that. Um, As soon as you said it, I was like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, that's not the guy to get it. No. So the person who probably has the most contact with the most number of people in the company. Yeah. Currently. And they, basically WWE has said to all talent, they don't want them announcing who has it and who doesn't on social media either. I've actually saw it's to the point that they've had to message each other on the side just to figure out who's been exposed and who hasn't. Because they're not sharing any information even with the wrestlers. Which is bullshit. It's... But... 
It is. It's what it's. It sucks. It's stupid. Yeah. Um. They said some people that tested negative early are retesting and they're testing positive now. Um. And yeah, it's like you said, hitting that thirty, if not past that thirty mark. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Past that. All right. Uh, moving on. Um. Observer said that the even even with allegations on the Matt Riddle mm-hmm. stuff, um, the stuff that Matt has produced, the WWE knew about this situation before they even For signed Matt Riddle, time. apparently, or yeah. as soon as they signed him or whatever. Yep. Apparently what Matt's saying is legit on this side. Mm-hmm. And um, so therefore WWE is apparently going forward with the AJ Styles Riddle feud for the yep. Intercontinental Championship. Um the only other thing I'm going to throw out on all the harassment stuff that we talked about last week okay. was because um, I don't because it's gotten to the point now where there's been so many people and so many stories right. where it's just people's word against people's word without any proof, mm-hmm. and it seems like there might be some cases of people just get jumping on the bandwagon and, yeah. and accusing people, and unfortunately diminishing the meaning behind the people that actually have suffered yeah. with this horse shit and have to go right. through this. And that's yeah. why I don't really want to get in any more cases of it. There is one in particular I want to talk about because yeah. I talked about last week how it was mm-hmm. probably true and it seemed like mm-hmm. outside of the ones that had been proven like Legero and Elgin yeah. and um, Havoc and yeah. there's one more I think that was proven. I was say, well, these were guys, well, real quick. Okay. Legero, Elgin. They got fired. Travis Banks. Yeah, Travis Banks was the other um, one. Yeah, they all got fired. Yes. So, um, that was just... The one I thought for sure was true mm-hmm. wasn't. Which and that was Jim Cornette. I yeah. thought for sure it was true. Um, yeah, now, Jim... he did, like, pretty much admit up to the other shit, like, that right. he's a cuckold and whatnot. But, I mean, yeah, as he said, like, everybody was always a willing participant. And it was just fun. And there's nothing illegal with that. Because we're both consenting right. adults. Yeah. It's and weird. I was like, I thought that was... I thought for sure, like, that was true. But it turns out the messages from his wife weren't mm-hmm. real. They were fucking photoshopped. And this guy's that's done this up. before and tried oh, to blackmail Jesus. another wrestler previously. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't believe um, it. I was like, I thought for sure that one was true. Yeah. But no. Uh, also, Trent Seven's accuser came forward and said basically theirs was a lie, too. I didn't see that, but I'm glad. Yeah. It's just bullshit because you're taking all this shit's taken away from the real stories of the real people that need to be heard. Yeah. So that we can make wrestling what it's supposed to be, which is a place where almost everybody's welcome. Because wrestling's not for everybody. It's not for Nazis, it's not for racists, and it's not for bigots. Right. But um, everybody else is cool. Yeah. Also, Shakira, Shakira oh. announced I didn't hear that um, because of the accusations with, uh, I can't remember their owner or whoever got... Yeah, I know. But... Uh, they're shutting down. And NWA looks like so. it might be done. All their wrestlers are looking for jobs, apparently. Yeah. This is shit, man. I know. I know. Like. And then people are taking advantage they, of it. They make it through, shitty they're already. making it through a global pandemic. And to yet, get shut down because of this. Right. Which, Dave Lagana got fired from the WWE for the yeah. similar type of accusations. Yeah. So. And then also, uh, Sarah Knight. Yeah, Paige's mom. mom. Uh, she quit. Wrestling I saw that. Too. Yep. So, um, I don't know if they're shutting. I don't know if they shut down their gym or what. But 
So you kind of teased this earlier, but Wrestling Incorporated uh, has said that there is going to be a match at Extreme Rules. Uh, uh, sorry, a new cinematic match at Extreme yeah. Rules created by Jeremy Borash and Triple H. That is going to be a swamp fight between oh, Braun Strowman. And Bray I didn't Wyatt. even see that. I just kind of that's a real thing that's been rumored already. So okay. I didn't know if you had. You didn't say it was a rumor. Oh, I was going to mention no. it, but I, we got. It's just what the promo so. seemed like. So that's what I was just assuming. Uh, Wrestle Talk reported that Randy Orton has been campaigning to work with someone from NXT, and the rumors are that that someone, and it's just going to be a a feud and done. It's not going to be a long term. It's not going to be a permanent move off of NXT. It's going to be kind of like when Charlotte came down. Right. Tommaso Ciampa. Nice. Apparently after teasing it, I guess McMahon or Bruce or somebody top Mm -hmm. level like really started to think about it after their little spat on Twitter. Yeah. And saw some money in it and I guess are trying to actively get it pitched and approved. And Orton is behind the idea and is campaigning himself to have the match with Ciampa. So yeah. if Orton's putting his word behind it, it might happen. I think those two guys can have a stellar fucking match. Yeah. Especially if we get the same Randy Orton we just saw against Edge. Uh-huh. Fuck yeah. Um, Fightful reported that at the very last Impact taping... That Mike Elgin and Sammy Callahan got into a fight backstage. Fuck both those guys. Um, just saying, man. That's the news. I know, it's but my dog reported. I hate both. Those um, guys. nine years ago today, mm-hmm. CM Punk dropped the infamous pipe bomb promo, yep. which literally changed professional wrestling for a handful of years. Sure did, and uh, actually still has impacts with. Wrestlers breaking kayfabe more so than even before back then, especially on social media and shit. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot. We we started to talk about McMahon planning to have WWE being in front of crowds as mm-hmm. early as late July. Yeah. Um, the rumor from that, I forgot to mention this part of it, is that Vince is determined, apparently, like, dead set and determined to be the first person to run shows with crowds again anywhere in the United States. Dude, when this started, I called that. You did. <laughs> like, watch it. Because, yeah, he did it with September 11th. He did it, I don't know. That's the only one. But still, he did it. What else you got? Anything? Um, I think I only have a few more. I think that's it. Okay. Um. So yesterday, which was Friday for you, buds. Um. Velveteen Dream apparently was in a car accident. Mm. But he was not, he, he went to the hospital, got checked out, and was already released. Oh, that's good like, news. Quick, so, so he's apparently alright then. Yeah. He's all right. Yeah. Oh, you get law. That worried me. I was worried. Um, for the first time in over 20 years, PWTs is going to have the first official... Um, well, the, yeah. In over 20 years, the first official woman shirt. Like oh. Nancy Benoit woman shirt. Oh. Which is dope. Proceeds going to... Um, her family. Yeah. I'm down for that. Yep. Yep, it all goes to her family. So that's dope. I would have been... So that's two now. Because they brought back Owen, too. I would have been even more down with it being for charity, like Owen's was. That's kind of why I asked, is because I knew they brought back Owen, or brought 
shouldn't say brought back an Owen shirt. They didn't ever have right. an Owen shirt, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, also, something heartwarming that I found. Um, but that's fine if it's going to the family. Sorry, I want to make that point. I don't want the buds to think that I'm like, no, fuck that. Family shouldn't get them. No, the family's cool. Get them Those are the two things. Those are the two acceptable like. versions. It's, right. Yes, the family or right. or charity. So yeah. Um. So from Father's Day, there was an R. Uh, what are those things called? Classified type thing. Yeah. Um. That was like a wanted ad. Yeah, kind of. Or for sale. Put it one of like the celebration ones. Okay. So it was, it just said, Paul Bear, Happy Father's Day from your loving sons, Undy and Kane. Nice. So I like to think that they actually did it. Like, probably not, but that would be Jacobs and Mark Calloway. Got together and did that. Yeah. That'd be fun. I doubt it. Yeah. Um,. What else you got for us, BJ? WWE Backstage uh, has been uh, postponed. It will no longer be shown, produced oh. weekly, and they don't know if it will be coming back at all. Any reason why? Ratings uh, not that great? Or? It doesn't really say. Fair enough. But, yeah. I wondered if it was what? ratings or COVID. Or... They're just... So wasn't yeah. that Renee show? Yeah. That might be why. Right. Um, but... What sucks is, oh, because they're just, yeah, FS1 scaling back productions, and... That's one of the things that got cut. Yep. Yep. Which probably means ratings, honestly. Just saying. Most likely. They Uh, can get the same ratings out of something that's already produced on WWE that doesn't cost them any money to replay. Right. Because they do that on FS1. Yeah. Why don't they just replay something? Uh... And then, I thought I had one more. I don't think so. Okay. That's it. All right. Trivia. Okay. Today, we're going to talk about Grand Slam champions. Bailey. Well, wait, wait. I haven't asked the first question yet. Okay. Number one. We're going to start outside of WWE. Okay. I got two other top-level organizations that okay. I feel like were appropriate. The first being Ring of Honor. Okay. There were three Ring of Honor Grand Slam champions. Okay. Any idea who they were? Adam Cole. Nope. Tommaso Ciampa. Nope. Uh, Marty Scroll. No. Um, PCO. No. Uh, <laughs> Michael Hogan. No. Um, uh, so one is... Actually, as far as I know, two of them are still there. Okay. And one of them is currently an AEW competitor. Okay. And he does more tag team stuff these days. Okay. I don't know. He was a fallen angel, unfortunately. Okay. So Christopher Daniel. Yes. He was the first okay. to do it. Matt sense. Taven was okay. second. And Jay Lethal was number three. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. In Impact, yeah. there's five. And this five. does go back to the beginning when it was the NWA. Mm-hmm. Uh, five total. The first one... Mm-hmm. Was AJ Styles. Okay. The last one was Austin Aries. Okay. Do you know who the other three are? Um, and you actually watched some Impact, so you might. Yeah. I'll give you one hint. None of them are ex WWE, WCW, NWO, right. NWA. None. Yeah. Oh, okay. The three guys are all. Abyss? Yep. He's, he's actually number two after AJ. Okay. He was the second guy to do it. Um, Both of these other two guys have been with WWE at some point since. One of them is still with WWE. The other is just recently released in the big wave okay. of releases. 
So you see three. No. Oh. Hmm. X Division, maybe? Okay. Is the one he yeah. didn't have? Or Tag? I don't remember which one. Yeah. I looked because I was surprised he was up on the list. Right. Okay. Because that's the first person I thought of when you said Easy Three. Yeah. yeah. He was not the released one. Drake Maverick. No. no. Um, <laughs> that's not Rockstar. Uh, um, Wrestler on commentary currently. Oh, Joe. Smojo. Yep. Yeah. He was the third after yeah. Abyss. Okay. The fourth was Eric Young. Oh, okay. All right, now I let's. Know he, I forgot he was released. Now let's go on to WWE. Okay. Women's Grand Slam champions. Bailey. Which is Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and Women's. Okay. There's two. Who's the other one? It's Oscar. It's Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who are the two newest Grand Slam champions for the Men's Grand Slam Championship in the WWE? Uh, AJ Styles. Yeah. He's never been a tag team champion. Oh. Fuck. He's a... He's a uh, whatever the triple one is. Yeah, triple crown. Triple yeah. crown. But he's not okay. a Grand Slam. I thought he was. Nope. God, they should have gave him and Jericho the championships. The two newest ones are Seth both Rollins. from 2019. Seth Rollins? He's 2018. He okay. got it. Yeah, he was he was the one previous to these two. Okay. It was Seth Rollins. So this um, has happened since Rollins. Braun? No. No. Braun has never had the Intercontinental, Intercontinental. nor the United States. No, he had the Intercontinental. He didn't have the United yeah. States. Okay. Um, or the... No, it's just the United States. They don't count the 24-7 in this one. No. Um, God damn it. One was crowned at WrestleMania. The one right after Seth Rollins. 2019. Okay. Zach Um He was never WWE or World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, he was twice. You just missed it. <laughs> internet champions at top level. Oh yeah, that's true. I didn't think about the yeah. internet championship. Yeah, that counts. All right, I mean, so the champion of the whole so internet. The one that got crowned at WrestleMania, uh-huh. Kofi Kingston. Oh yeah, okay. That Since then, like a month and a half later. Yeah. I mean, is it? It's not true, is it? No, that was not until 2020. Oh yeah. Oh Ray. Yes. Oh, that U.S. When he won that U.S. title. Yeah, that's right. All right, two more. All right. Do you know the first three Grand Slam champions? The first one should be easy because he's the one that he he named it. Wasn't it Shawn? It was. Yeah. September twentieth, nineteen ninety seven. Okay. The next two were both in 01. Triple H. Yep, he was second. And Kurt Angle. No. No. It was actually Mayor Demon Kane, Glenn Jacobs. Oh, Kane, okay. Kane was nice. three. Who were the two fastest to become Grand Slam champions? And the fastest are also the fourth and fifth overall, so right after Kane. Okay. I didn't write what year they were. And this is the last one I got as fastest. John Cena and Randy Orton? No, but you know what? That's actually a pretty good mm-hmm. thought. Mm-hmm. Chris Jericho was okay. the fastest person to ever do it, and Kurt Angle, the fifth okay. overall, was the second fastest to okay. ever do it. So yeah, yeah, little Grand Slam trivia for you. Nice. And that takes us on to Fighter Fest Day 1 once in Wills. Yeah. Um, We're going to do Day 2 next week since it's going to be not back-to-back days but right. spread over two episodes of Dynamite. Mm-hmm. So. MJF and Wardlow versus Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. 
Want and Will, MJF and Wardlow. I I think MJF and Wardlow will win, but I kind of want Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus to win. I want MJF to stay undefeated still. I know, that's where... I'm I'm not ready for him to lose yet. That needs to be big. Like, it needs to be a big deal when he loses, not in a tag team match. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, Private Party versus Santana and Ortiz. Um... I think one will private party for this one. Same here. I'm thinking Matt being there, he's going to stop something. Maybe Swagger yeah. from getting in or Guevara from... Well, Guevara won't be there, I guess. Right. Something. I could see him breaking up some shenanigans, basically. Right. And I'm really interested in this Matt private party storyline. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to want Will in. Me too. AEW Women's World Title. Hikaru Shida versus Penelope Ford. Shida want Will. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, I don't think it's she's too soon. Yet. And yeah. it's Penelope Ford. Like, the belt's already swapped enough in its short time. Right. Spain. She needs to hold this for a little bit. Someone while. needs to hold it for a little bit. Um, world Tag Team Titles Kenny Omega and Hangman Page versus the Best Friends. You know, I'm not going to lie. I want both guys, I want both sides to win. Because, like. Yeah. I really like the best friends, especially Trent. I'm a real big fan of him and mm-hmm. his in-ring ability. Me too. Um, although I will admit, Chuck's got a little bit more of the personality outside of the ring. A little bit more. He's more of a... He's more comedy than Trent, and they make a nice juxtaposition against each other. Trent's a little bit more of the serious wrestler. Chuck brings the funny to the team. And then you got the ridiculousness of Orange to round out the best friends. Yeah. But this hangman... Elite, yeah. Cody, fucking storyline, Hangman, everybody is so good. Yeah. I want them to win. Yeah. But they will win. They're going to be the champions still, at least. They're going to retain. I think the belts are going to not change hands here. Right. But I don't know who I want. I can't right. pick them one. I kind of want the best friends. Because I think like the Kenny, the Omega Page stuff doesn't really need the belts. That's true. It has moved on and progressed enough at this point. It could go on without the championships. So, but I do think I think they'll retain. Me too. Um, And then TNT title match: Cody versus Jake Hager. Hager won and will. Really, I want. No, I think Cody's going to win. Cody's going to win. I want Cody to hold this for a while. I want this to be. I now want him to hold it until after he's turned heel. Now that he's already teasing the heel turn, I Mm -hmm. want him to turn to have to retain it. Yeah. And then... Keep the slow build for a while. Yes. And, yeah. Yeah. And let him hold on to that title, defending it. Yeah, this isn't, the, this isn't the title, I think, that's moving on to a heel. I think this right. one's going to stay on Cody for yep. a little bit. Yep. That's it for night that's one. That's it for night one. Cool. So, I'm stoked for it. Number 57, Johnny mm-hmm. Wrestling. Johnny Kick Him in the Ding Ding. Right. Johnny Champion. Johnny North American Champion. Johnny Grand Slam. Yeah. Almost. Um, uh, there's not a Grand Slam in NXT. No. I, go I guess there is. No. No, unless you win the women's. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> unless you're a woman. Right. I mean, well, if you win the cruiserweight and... I mean, I guess now, technically, if you count the cruiserweight as a yeah, tertiary, then yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I guess technically you could. But, all right. Johnny Gargano, you get to go first, PJ. What match yeah. did you watch? I already know what you watched. I watched Johnny Gargano versus Bandito. I bet that was good. Um, Yeah, this was a fun match. It was an indie match. I'd say it was like 2013. Okay. Um... Yeah. And it was weird, though, because Johnny 
Johnny was the face in the mat. Johnny was the face to the crowd, but he wrestled like the heel in the match. That's odd. It was really weird. When um, was this from? Like 2013. Um, I yeah. mean, yeah. Like, Maybe it's because he was younger and greener? I don't know. You're still it was him? just, it was really weird. Um, was he like feeding off the crowd like a baby face? I mean, a little bit, but he was still, like, holding the offense and, you know, like, I don't know. It was weird. Um, it wasn't bad, though. It was it was an indie match between, ben, you know, Bandito and Johnny Wrestling. Like, a good, it was 12 minutes, I think. Um, but, yeah. And uh, Gargano ended up picking up the win, too. Nice. So. Where's he going on the list? Uh... Like, because he's, well, he's definitely better. I don't know, man. <laughs> like, I don't know. I want to put him in the middle. I want to put him at the top. I don't know. Like, he's had, he brought the first five-star matches to WWE in forever. Um, He was the main center point of you know, one of the greatest storylines ever told. Um, He's been one of the main faces of NXT for four and a half years now or something like that, consistently at the top of his game. And that's where, like, if you throw... You know, before that, he was killing it on the indies, too. Right. And making his name in Cleveland. And, like... And, like, what, what hurts me is, like, Ciampa's so far down on this list, but Johnny's way better wrestler. Ciampa's the better character. Right. But, you know, Johnny's we go by wrestling. Wrestler. Right. So, like, I really have a hard time not putting him on at this list. Like, even with what Ray's done, but, you know, maybe between, I don't know, one, two, or three. Brock Lesnar's close. I think I'm going to put him above Suzuki and Sabre, though. So, yeah. Yeah, I'll just start there, then. Um, I'm I'm in the same boat. Um, I, I'm, my immediate reaction was, like, at him and Sabre Jr. Yeah. But the more and more I think about it, like, he's probably be ahead of Suzuki as well. I don't yeah. know about Lesnar Mysterio. That one's going to take a bit more thought. That's yeah. not something I can come up with here in a minute or two on the podcast. Right. But it's for my match. I watched, and I never found the year on this, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But I watched uh, Johnny Gargano wrestling in all me- uh, all no, sorry, alpha male wrestling. This was either probably like twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen, mm-hmm. challenging for the alpha male championship against the alpha male champion, all ego Ethan Page. Nice with Mister Mello ringside, who I never got a good enough look at to figure out if I knew who Mister Mello was. Okay. But what a dope fucking name for yeah. a manager, Mister Mello. That's fantastic. Um, this is exactly what you expect from an independent match between Johnny Gargano and Ethan Page in 2014 or 2015. This was fantastic. Um, Page ended up winning. Uh, Gargano got distracted. By Mr. Mello when he thought he'd won the match, which let him pick up the win. Um, like, even Gargano's look was like what he 
like on par with what he was looking like early NXT days too. So like he had already developed to that point and stuff. But yeah, Johnny Gargano is one of the best wrestlers alive right now, uh, as far as his in ring abilities and technical skill and prowess. He's one of the best. So placing him here is going to be difficult in this top three list. But join us next week, Buds, as we move on to number 56, Takashi uh, Sugagura. Mm-hmm. And the whole Evan show. And the whole fucking show, Rob Van Dam, number 55. Fuck yeah. Um, God damn, that's going to be hard to put Rob Van Dam in this list, too. Right. In any decade of the decades he's been around, he's yeah. the whole fucking show. The whole fucking Mr. show. Mr. Monday Night himself. Oh my god, this is going to get so hard. This is going to get difficult. We're still in the bottom half of the list. We haven't even got halfway through this shit yet. So yeah, tell us what match right. Tell us what match you think we should watch RVD, Buds. You can hit us up at BudsWW on the Twitter or email to Gmail at the same. I checked earlier, we didn't have any emails to read off this week. And I didn't see any tweets to Twitter out this week either. So. Yeah, well we don't do much Twitter either because we kind of suck. I got better things to do. No offense, but Twitter's and social medias isn't my strong suit. Me either. Uh, but yeah, you can get me at d a w r e double l underscore g u n s on Twitter, and you can get me at beach two thousand four. That's b double e j two double zero four. Leave us a five star rating, like, share, subscribe, leave comments, email yeah. to the Gmail. Right. Tell a friend. Tell an enemy. Tell your neighbor. Tell everybody. All with a mask on. Tell everybody, everybody. you know about yeah. Let's Watch Wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, you should, because we're dope. The dopest of the dope. The dopest of the dope. All right, until next time, guys, that's BJ over there. And that's Daryl over there. Peace out, bud. See ya. Hit like. Do it. You know what makes me happy is that yeah. because this part goes to the end of every episode, yeah. we leave in the we leave the buds in suspense for over an hour on if the sound has been checked or not. Like they don't know until the end of the episode if it's been checked. Oh shit! Fucking mind blown. No, now they know, and that's all they're gonna think about every episode. Whenever you're ready. Cotton Yon. Cotton Yon. That sounds like a good metal song. Yeah, it does. Cotton Yon.